Hello. Welcome to Lights Carry Action. I'm Carrie Morrison, your film buff friend, and I'm here to give you brief and spoiler-free reviews so you don't have to do any research. So sit on down and grab a cup of tea and let's get to it. I hesitated on the term spoiler-free reviews because, good lord, how am I meant to talk about No Time to Die without spoiling anything? It's going to be an interesting venture. So this week we are covering super spies or just, you know, spies going on the spy adventures and action-packed adventures ensue. So with that being said, let's get on to probably the most famous character who was a spy of the week. Why would I betray you? We all have our secrets. We just didn't get to yours yet. The world is arming faster than we can respond. The first film we are looking at is No Time to Die, the latest James Bond film released in 2021. Finally, directed by Kari Joji Fukunaga and written by... It was a huge collaboration. Scott Z. Burns, Robert Way, Neil Purvis, Carrie Joji Fukunaga and Phoebe Waller-Bridge. And Bond was having a nice time having retirement in Jamaica. And suddenly he's recruited to kidnap a scientist, which leads to a world-threatening danger. Name? Bond. James Bond. So you're not dead. Hello, Q. I've missed you. It's the most valuable asset this country has. If you feel yourself losing control, I'm not going to lose. Control. James, you gave up everything for her. When her secret finds its way out, it'll be the death of you. What is it? You don't know what this is. Okay, so how do I begin to talk about this? Well, I think this is a significant and a great film to end Daniel Craig's tenure as Bond. I loved the cast in all of this. I especially loved Anna de Palmas. And if you recognise her name, you'll know her from Knives Out. And I've forgotten the character's name already, but she was the maid who was... Oh, I don't really want to spoil Knives Out for you, so I really recommend it. It's actually in my DVD library, and that's one of the biggest commendations a film can have for me. You can see where Phoebe Waller-Bridge's flavour comes in through Anna de Palmas's character. I absolutely loved her as Paloma, and I'd love to see her in more action-packed films, even in, you know, James Bond movies. Lashana Lynch was really great, but also I feel like we could have expanded on her a lot more. But I felt like with the series, they were more introducing her rather than actually having her as a proper character. I think the script was really well done, except for the character Rami Malek played. It felt like there was something there that the film wanted to dig deep into, but because the film was two hours and 43 minutes, they cut for time. And it's a shame because there was definitely something more to it. And Rami Malek's performance was so restrained that you almost wanted him to let go a little bit. And it doesn't help that Rami Malek's character has facial scarring and there is a hench guy who doesn't have an eye and has to have this cyber eye. And it doesn't portray people with facial scarring or disabled people in the greatest light 
and it just adds to the stereotype that disabled people are weird to say the absolute least and can't be trusted and that's a very harmful thing to perpetuate I'd like to think. So I felt like sometimes they were cutting corners in order to really embellish the key themes of the film which is okay because I know there will be future movies within this franchise but it did make me feel like as a whole film I just wanted something a little bit more. With that being said it is a hugely entertaining film with some really remarkable moments and if you certainly are a fan of James Bond movies I highly recommend you go and watch it because it does give some nice easter eggs and calls back to classic James Bond movies like Sean Connery's era and things like that. But this film does leave an interesting precedent as to how the franchise moves forward and I'm very excited to see where they will take it. And this was a very excellent closing chapter to Daniel Craig's tenure. Now let's get on to the second film of the week and this one, the main character is a spy and they didn't even know it. How's it going, How you man? Doing, baby? Mm. I really appreciate you doing this for me. This is some serious proposal that you're doing. Yo, it sounds like a bitch. Well, I love her. You gotta give it all when you love like that, you know what I'm saying? You wanna get drunk? Get some booty in your face? It's 8.15 in the morning. Cherry Progressive, listen. Mandelbrot set is in motion. Echo Choir has been breached. Was that a lyric from something? The next film we're looking at is American Ultra, released in 2015, directed by Nima Nurizada and written by Max Landis. Now, if you are a film person, you might recognize that name for very conspicuous reasons. I didn't realize he wrote this film until I watched it and I saw the credits. He is the son of John Landis, who has made films like An American Werewolf in London, which we've covered before. But it has come out that there was some sexual harassment allegations committed by Max Landis. So bear that in mind if you are interested in watching it. But this movie stars Jesse Eisenberg and Kristen Stewart and they play Mike and Phoebe. Mike is a stoner guy living in this small town and is unable to leave because of panic attacks. However, he is activated by the CIA and he finds these lost memories coming to the surface. AKA, he finds out he's a sleeper agent. Something very weird is happening to me. I keep killing people. There's a chance I may be a robot. You are not a robot. I ain't trying to get neuralized. Uh-uh, my nerr This guy is a trained killer. We made him. He's a security risk. You're gonna blow up the town. Catch! No, help me. I'm going to save my girlfriend. Now let me tell you, I'm going to go on to the positives first. Loved Kristen Stewart. Maybe it's my bias because I love her as a person and as an actor already. And I feel like with what the script had for her, she did really well. The female characters are not the most deep in the world. I feel like there were more complexities being found in the main character, Mike, and a few other male characters as well. Wasn't a huge fan of John Leguizamo saying the N-word. I was like, that's not appropriate. Is this just shock factor for you? Here's the thing. I really, I really wanted this film to be good. I had so much faith that maybe it would pick up. Maybe it will try something, try something fresh. But it just falls so flat on his face because it's just this really beige, 
uninteresting action film that had some good moments that showed its true potential, but it felt like this film was constantly combating trying to be funny, which it wasn't, and trying to be an action film, which there wasn't enough of, and also the special effects with the blood were not naff enough to be stylistic and just looked bad. This constant war with each other without almost an attempt to blend it and it's just so unfortunate because the premise in itself it's based on a true story in the 1950s and 60s and they could have taken so much of that and made it this really interesting film about whether your memories or your past define you it could have been so great but it's just so disappointing and i'm so frustrated i just felt with jesse eisenberg he's only really good with a certain kind of role like he's really good in social network and things like that he tried to be really good in batman v superman but again it just came out as a caricature and he fell flat on his face and with this character it just felt like he mistook stoner for completely placid and either he was panicking or he was really mellow there wasn't really a lot of complexity in between as I said, Kristen Stewart breathed a lot of freshness into her role, which could have been such a poorly written female character who only listens to the whims of her partner. But she put in a lot of interesting thoughts in there, which I thought was nice. But this film is just such a disappointment and I wouldn't recommend this to people because I can't bear the heartbreak every time I would tell someone, hey, don't watch this film. It will leave you really frustrated. Side note, this film was poorly marketed. All the posters I see of it, all the screen caps and all the overall marketing material for this film, it really hams up that it's meant to be a comedy. But let me tell y'all, it's not funny. There might be some, you know, humorous moments, but there was never a point where I laughed or at least acknowledged it was a funny moment. It was a waste of my time, a waste of my energy and almost a part waste of my soul. Now we're on to our last film of the week and this spy, though he's only a guest to that occupation, this film led to being one of the greatest and most successful martial arts films of all time. Roper, Williams and Lee, the deadly three, penetrate the secret chambers of an evil island empire. What do you know about Han? The last film we're looking at this week is Enter the Dragon, released in 1973, directed by Robert Klaus and was written by Michael Allen. This is the last film that stars Bruce Lee before he passed away. So the character Lee, it's not very clear on what his first name is, the character. He's called in to spy as a guest for this martial arts tournament and discovers a secret underbelly of illegal activity and calls on martial arts experts from different backgrounds to... Save the day, I guess. And international film star Bruce Lee. His job was to get them out alive. I'm hoping you'll join us, represent us in the United States. You want me to join this? Roper, Williams, and Lee. Just when they think they've broken the secret of the island, they find there is no escape from the inscrutable Han. This film is so great and wildly entertaining. This film is drenched in 70s aesthetic. It was a little bit funny. It calls back in my head to games I used to play when I was younger and I can hear like the parodied 
martial arts noises and hairstyles and costumes of this film. And I can see where action films have taken elements of this film and diluted it to be really terrible. And so when I was watching this film, I recalled so many aspects that are copied and pasted so much in later action films. But this film makes it feel fresh. It makes it feel interesting because this is one of the most original takes on blending the spy genre and martial arts films and it just works so beautifully albeit the female characters are left wanting more i wish there was more that could have been done in regards to their characters but the way the characters interact with each other and even though they seem rather 2D-ish and seem very flat. The way they interact with each other is still a really dynamic interaction and you still feel connected to the characters. And I loved, one of my favourite things of it was Jim Kelly's Williams. He brought such a charismatic energy into the film that without him, I don't think the film would have worked so well, in my opinion. This film is fun, there is an engaging story and the action is just unlike any other it's staged by bruce lee and you can tell because the choreography is so well crafted overall this is such a magnificent film and i'm so glad i finally managed to get around to watching it i highly recommend now those are all the films i watched this week and i think if you are a james bond fan i would recommend going see no time to die but i feel like as well, and also for everyone else, if you're not a James Bond fan, I highly recommend watching Enter the Dragon. It is really fun. Choreography is great. And the characters are just very fun to watch. So go ahead, watch that however you can. But that is everything for this week. Please rate and review this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It is immensely appreciated. This show also has a Patreon. It's only £1 a month. So if you fancy supporting the show, the link to that is in the show notes. And you can follow everything related to the podcast at Lights Carry Action on Instagram and on my personal Twitter at Carrie Jo Mo. But that is everything for this week. Take care and stay safe. Super Spy.